Coming to you from the red, white, and blue. You're now tuned into the number one crypto podcast on the planet. This is Crypto Conquest, discussing everything cryptocurrency and the evolution of financial systems to the blockchain. Now, here's your host, John Wingate. All right, welcome back to the Crypto Conquest. We have another great episode today. I'm joined by the lovely Carson Daly. We're going to be discussing all about her new project that she's working on and everything she's been doing in the crypto space to help us all out. Don't forget to email your questions to admin at Crypto Conquest. Send these episodes to your friend. Make sure they like them. Make sure you subscribe and support our program by going to CryptoConquest.org and signing up for our newsletter. I am... Extremely excited to have the one and only Carson Daly live with us this morning. How are you doing, Carson? I'm so good. How are you? I am fantastic. I've been waiting for this chat for quite some time because I I have seen what you've done with all these brands you've been associated with and the amazing results that you get. And I've been very interested to pick your brain on how you create these experiences and, and this experiential uh, creative economy you're putting together for the NFT space. It's so exciting. Oh my gosh. It's so exciting. Be careful what you wish for. I don't know how, how clean it is up there in the spring. <laughs> hey, that's where, that's where the best ideas come from. You gotta have a lot of craziness floating around there. To so have much. That. Yeah. What did Steve Jobs say? Uh, it's the crazy ones yeah, that get shit exactly. done because they believe they can. You know, exactly. we have yep. to be crazy. So oh, totally. I think artists and creative people, we all have to be a little crazy, a little self-important, a little think we're the shit. And uh, that's where the, that's where the best inspiration comes from. Yeah, because if we're crazy enough to think we can change the world, we're actually the ones that do it. The people who don't think they can, they don't do it. We were talking about trying. We, exactly. And and that's a that's a great thing that will come into your affirmations here. So I love that project. That's a fantastic project. I mean, uh, why don't you why don't we start there and then we'll just continue flowing. So tell us okay, about affirmations. Okay. This is the first time I'm I'm talking about this. So exciting. So I've been working on a project with um, Chad Knight and uh, Nathaniel Parrott and Chad's um, agent and manager. She's kind of actually all of our agent and managers. We call her our metaverse mom. Her name is Samantha. Um, we've been working on a project <laughs> on FT affirmations and it was kind of all born from this um, desire to capture this like evolution of pop culture into crypto culture um, in the moment using the medium that we were talking about. So, you know, Parrot and I are both um, like millennials or millennial Gen Z cusps. And so we've lived through the um, kind of the lab rat phase of, of social media adoption and short form content and, you know, Vine to Musical.ly to TikTok and Instagram. And, and we've really watched um, culture change again. And the difference between that time in our lives when we were like 15, 16, 17, 18 to now is that, you know, we're I think we're smart enough to recognize um, that once again, 
we are this, you know, generation that is embracing this change and driving it because we're primed to, to do so. And really like we didn't have the opportunity then to capture it and recognize it. You know, I have a few friends, Dave Krugman is one of them who's a fantastic photographer and creative. And he just launched drive, um, his first kind of collectible series. And Dave was really early user of, of Instagram and, you know, ended up launching his his photography career and and his career as a creative because he was he had like the foresight to understand that this was the future and imagine now like you know if, if we all have take that opportunity so nft affirmations essentially will become you know what is like an urban dictionary of of crypto culture because we have things awesome. in there that are so niche like we have one affirmation that just says gm we have one that says <laughs> Um, Wagami, like one, that's kind of like we have. This, you have a Safu and a uh, Wen we, Lambo. Yes, we actually. <laughs> awesome. Do. And you know what's also awesome is that we were able to use this as a platform to um, amplify and to give like recognition to the people that we believe are really leading and driving this. So you know we have. Oh, wow. We have um, affirmations, you know, our rarity and properties are split up because we actually think that the people, the the collectors and the the ecosystem are going to decide the rarity of these. And I think oh, that's going to change based on kind of the the system that we're in and, and where we're at and, and how it evolves. But, you know, we have some affirmations that talk about Beanie and digital art check. And of course, like Carson Daly and we have some <laughs> about Nifty Gateway and Zora and Crypto Leos. Like we wow, have, cool. our, so we have them split right now. Um, we have properties based on like borders and texts, uh, but also we have a trait that is verified or not and verified to us us is we verify that, you know, these are the people that, and, and the, the projects and the platforms that have changed the game and that deserve to have that recognition. So we're excited for people to scroll on that verified page and, and sort that way on OpenSea and, and look for themselves and, you know, also probably That's give cool. us flack. And we wrote on our website, we love the people and the projects, and the platforms that are listed here, no matter what the affirmation says. <laughs> remember, <laughs> we, um, we wanted to lean into kind of the, the polarizing and kind of, um, you know, the, the, the funny like inside jokes, but yeah, we're excited to just use this as a, you know, a project and a platform to, to kind of give provenance to this culture that we've all built together. And, and also, you know, we're artists and creatives and, and we're community members here and parent and chat are massive collectors. I'm, I have future Madam Whale in my <laughs> Instagram. I, I saw that. I saw bio, that. So hopefully this is the moment, but that's an know, affirmation. It will work itself out. Exactly. So we will get to use this project to do so much for the community and give back so much. So it's just been a fucking blast, dude. Like I, I see it. I mean, I got a, I got a chance to sample and look at your deck and I was just, I love it. The artwork. Uh, I mean, it's uh, you know, I think that you guys hit the, the perfect kind of cross section between being fun, you know, being real. It's, it's, a, it's real, uh, um, you know, there's spirit inside of it. There's yeah. soul inside of it, you know? Um, and I think the artwork is just, it's great. It's, it's, yeah, uh, it's perfect awesome. for the space. So I'm, I'm really excited to, to, 
to get on the drop myself. So I will be yeah, there first that. in line. Ready to, ready to buy. Oh, I'm so stoked. I promise so I won't say nothing until the, the day comes out or until you tell me to go. But okay, you know, when word. we do, I will have people lined up at your door. We'll get on a couple spaces that I do every now and then and we'll we'll blast yes. it out to several. I'm ready. People. I'm ready. Yeah, I know. I know. We're ready too. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what you guys are doing uh, at 888? I know you came from Super Plastic, uh, which was a really cool brand. Um, I know a friend of mine had bought several of those uh, on Nifty Gateway when they first came out, Uh, but you've switched over to 888 and now you're doing some really cool stuff over there. Why don't you tell us about that real quick? Yeah. So I am the chief experience officer at 888 The New World. Um, 888 The New World is the first digital arts uh, and gaming NFT marketplace uh, that is really built and founded by the artists and architects of this digital future, of this digital renaissance that we are living in. Um, So 888 is a really, really well-known and amazing collector in the space. And he, you know, recognized that there were so many kind of issues and challenges and barriers to entry for artists to enter this space. So he had this vision to build a platform and wanted to actually get that kind of stamp of approval and and make sure that he was building it the right way and the way that you know made the most sense for artists so uh his first that first seed investment round was um led by artists so everybody that's listed on on the website actually invested um their own money but more importantly you know, an artist's biggest resource and most valuable resource is their time. And many of them actually have positions within the company. Um, so what's interesting about the way that that we're building it the new world is that we kind of have this kind of this splits between how the platform is built. So we have a drop zone. And when you think of a drop zone, you know, it's similar to like Nifty Gateway, where, you know, they have that drop day, and that is a fully supported um, team kind of an, and, and brand executed uh, process with, with marketing and creative and, you know, all of the bells and whistles. But then we also have uh, three other zones called the Genesis Zone, Innovation Zone, and Main Zone. I saw those, yeah. Where artists will be able to actually... Um, independently produce and market and execute their own drops and releases. So that oh wow! Was- so you're bringing together the best of both worlds essentially. Yeah, you're doing the exactly. oh that's I love that. That's great. Exactly. And we'll you know as a as the platform itself will do everything because at first we're only going to have one drop a week. Um, so we will you know in the on the in between times when we're promoting that that upcoming artist drop, we'll be able to. Pr- provide support and um, amplification and promotion of the artists who have things, you know, for sale or ongoing auctions or uh, releases that they're promoting through their own independent artist page. Similarly to, you know, how an artist can can have their own drop like on foundation and they can be like, I'm dropping this today. Like mm-hmm. there are no rules here. Like everybody gets to be their own um, brand and their own economy. And that's where kind of my um, responsibility as chief experience officer will come in. It's how it'll be a little bit different now while we're in like build mode versus when we're public is that, you know, I'll be able to really help support and, um, and give kind of guidance or, um, you know, just advice to these artists and how they 
build their own brands and build themselves as a brand kind of within the 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 incubator that is 888 the new world so it's really awesome and and i think that 888 is doing an incredible job of also kind of sort of like verifying his place as like a curator and a creative in his own right and and just recently really like launched 888 inner circle what is that so oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. For him, um, you know, the way to think about it is like it's kind of his um, announcement or like his him stepping into the light as an artist himself. So Got it. Okay. he will get to curate and produce his own drops and his own collaborations um, outside of 88 the new world, but also be able to bring that value back into the brand. So it's really interesting to see how, you know, we're, we're all creating these creator economies. And like, even, you know, I was just talking about NFT affirmations, like I've had the flexibility and, you know, the, the opportunity to create my own projects, like we're really embracing. And even in our own practice as like the builders of 88, the new worlds that this, this space is like a space where everybody can win and we're creating 888 the new world to be able to best support and kind of help produce those like winning and life-changing moments for artists no matter kind of what they are where they're at in their journey what type of art they produce or express themselves with like we're super excited about it i love that and that's you know one thing that i continue to hear you talk about and it's, you know, and a lot of people in the space talk about it, which is, it's very, it, it's, um, you know, it makes you feel welcome, right? When people say that, that they want everybody to win, because I really feel like it's, it's truth coming out of people. This is not just a saying that people are saying just to get brownie points, right? People are actually saying that they want others to win because us as, us as people, you know, inherently, we know that competition is good you know, a form of capitalism, uh, what I'm, what I call social capitalism, where, you know, we're all, uh, incentivized to participate, right? If there's no incentive, there's no real reason to participate. It doesn't always have to be money, but you know, if there's no incentive, we don't participate. And so socialized capitalism, where we all benefit from each other's work, uh, is really where we're going. And I love the fact that, uh, you know, I keep hearing from people that they want to, they want to do this, this new ecosystem of, you know, socialized winning, not socialism. Nobody wants to get me. No, no, exactly. And this is something that I experienced a lot at super plastic was like, somehow it's, I think some people are just built different. (laughs) Like you hear it a lot with like athletes, but you know, I think it was always really easy for me to like, um, advance at super plastic. And, you know, I, I was employee number three there. I was hired as a marketing assistant, basically just writing copy. And I had six, job positions there. My, my last, um, title three years. Wow. You were moving. Yeah. They had you going, you were <laughs> yeah. doing everything over there. Yeah. And, um, my last, uh, job title there was director of brand development. And they were kind of like, when we decided on that role, they were kind of like, we think like this is it. Like, we're not really sure if there's like <laughs> after this, because it just really meant it was like a catch all for like everything. Like I had been doing brand development since I got there because I was defining the voice of how we wrote to how we wrote our captions on social media, all the way to like the toy descriptions and, you know, the newsletters and then the, the animated characters themselves. And, you know, then defining who we partnered with and, you know, Fortnite and, and Gucci and, and Nifty Gateway even. And I think like, 
one thing that I recognize, like, you know, it's always important to kind of be reflective, you know, when you leave something and, and even though I was so, I'm so young and like, I was so young that I think I'll be unpacking kind of that journey and experience for the next, like, however many years (laughs) of my life. But I realized that I was, I moved so fast because I was always focused on like what was up that ladder. And, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted the title and the salary and the recognition and like the power and authority that, that reflected, you know, how good I thought I was and how easy it was for me to um, latch onto these things. And, you know, Paul Budnitz used to always say that, like, what, what was the coolest part about me is that I just had this like natural instinct of what was good and what was not good. And a lot of times, like he would say, okay, just go find Carson and ask what she thinks, just go find Carson. And, and that trust, but also like that ego that was built because of him (laughs) was like, you know, I, it it was really valuable to me, but um, because of that, I was moving so fast that I think I had blinders on. And now I'm in this position in my life where like, I don't think I've, I've actually been on the same step for uh, quite a while now. I think I've been on the same step of the ladder since I left super plastic, but it's because I've been looking down and pulling people up over Mm me. And like that will always now, like that is so much more fulfilling to me than like, I remember I bought a bottle of champagne when I was promoted to director of brand development that I never even opened. Like I brought it from Vermont to LA to me because I was like, I don't feel like this is worth celebrating. Mm -hmm. Like I I feel like, you know, what's worth celebrating is like bringing people up and helping them. Like, even if that means they pass me, even if that means they're becoming crypto millionaires and I'm like still standing on the same line, like I, that means more to me. So yeah, I think that you're right that like that era and like world of competition and like corporate, like ladder climbing is just so fucking exhausting that like, and I'm so lucky that at, you know, 26, I was like, I'm done with that shit. And And it turns us primal, you know, and and that's not a good place to be. We're, we're evolved. Like, you know, we need to evolve past these primal, you know, instinct. And you were talking about the patriarchy, you know, being this, overarching umbrella over our daily lives. And to some degree, I I agree with you. And I think that it comes back to this instinctual, you know, some, and it's, and it's bred into us and we need to forget that we need to remember that we're evolved humans and that we don't need to be in offices cutting each other's throats and, you know, trying to move up the ladder so that the other guy doesn't, uh, because, and we don't have to, I think that's what crypto really does to the world. You know, you're in New York. I'm in Texas right now. We're potentially going to be collaborating on a bunch of projects in the future, hopefully. And so look at this and we're going to bring other people with us along for the ride. And that's, what's really exciting. I love the fact that you're, uh, you know, more so than a lot of people, you're very excited and enthused about that particular aspect. You've, it sounds like you've, you've, uh, found yourself, in this, in this move. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No doubt. And I even, you know, I I don't know if we were recording or not when I was like, I've had a lot of insecurity with when I was leaving super plastic, like I really tied so much of my identity to that brand that like, I wondered what it would look like if like something as stupid as like, if I didn't have it in my Instagram or Twitter bio, like would people care? And now like, you know, I can, 
basically like I, I've felt what it's like to build like community and to build like, um, you know, this, this kind of network based on just like the shit that I say, that's just my own fucking thoughts. Even mm-hmm. if it's like shit posting, which I do a lot hey, of, hey, I know I've, I've seen like a couple it. of those. <laughs> they love it, but it's they like, love, they love people being feeling. original. Like yeah. instinctually, we we love people being original. And when yeah. you're yourself, that's what tends to rise to the top, you know? Yeah. And that's why I'm so excited about like NFT affirmations and and even 888 The New World and, and everything else. And, you know, I'm working on my own like Genesis drop um, that I'll release cool. on my birthday in February. Um, that's been like also a labor of love and like to put... Like, I think, you know, even just working with my my closest friends like Chad and Samantha and Parrot on a- NFT affirmations, I'm learning a lot about like how I work, because when you only have like this small chamber of like three of your closest friends, plus like a couple people that we brought in and just like my own stress and anxiety of like, this is the first thing that's mine. Like I'm learning a lot about kind of what I'm afraid of and like where my strengths are, and what my weaknesses are. And, and I think like that is like quite possibly like the most valuable piece of this. And like, we're just so excited about what we've created. And, you know, we just put together like this stupid little video of like all of our memories over the last couple of months, because we've gotten together a lot and like, you know, started to build these out and we'll get together and drink wine and pump out like thousand or 1500 affirmations. <laughs> and like, even the photos. And I want, I that. want a wine derived affirmation <laughs> you probably will. <laughs> but like to be able to reflect on that is like i don't even care like so many people are like oh the like the blue chip is like what you know you want it to be it's it's like no matter what you know look at like there's some shit that's like just been put out like i think queen artists and plasma bears like you know that was a project that was released a couple years ago and like she, look at how it like has moved and look at what she's built since then and you know there's so many things to be inspired by and everybody's so caught up on like this like instant sellout and this shit and that shit it's not about that it's not at all and it's about like originality and it's about like what inspired you and so many people have just pumped things out and then like rugged and ran away with their bag and like good for them i just think that you know it's all about kind of what we leave behind and this the blockchain like it's forever so you know you have that opportunity to like really make an impact in a way that you can't before because especially in corporate worlds like there's always going to be your ceo and the founder of that company that you put everything into and there's always going to be you know that there's always going to be the credits and the royalties and this and that and who you know produced it the kid that 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 drew the fucking nike swoop was paid thirty thousand dollars and walked out yeah and like out the door like what we have real like individual economies now and and exactly. that's really brand building and just so exciting yeah I'm, I'm i'm very much in uh tune with everything you're saying i think it's very important for us as we go forward just in crypto in general to remember that we are the value it's not yeah. the it's not the system that's built you know, people can build the best system out there. If you don't bring your value to it, right. Whether that's engaging on social or buying the piece or sharing it with friends, talking about it, you bring the value. And that's the beauty of the crypto space, you know, in, in the traditional kind of world of, uh, you know, uh, uh, and it, it can exist here, but you can, 
you know, Apple and all these other companies, they can go out and buy share of voice, right? And you could do that in crypto, but you don't have to, right? You can build something that you love. And like you said, it could take one year. It could sell out on the first day. It could take three years. It could take four years. But if you build something you love and you stick with it, the likelihood that in the crypto space, other people will love it is high, right? And you can really build something for yourself. I know we've only got a few more minutes, so I'll let you go ahead and and (laughs) sign us off here. Um, You know, what are you looking forward to most about where NFTs and the space in general will be in the next three to five years? Oh my gosh. It's such a good question. I think that, you know, I'm the most excited about like the builders and the people who have like, who came in here, like took a poke or a peek around in, in April or May or June. And they were like, I have something. And, you know, I, I really feel like these people have had their heads down for the last six months, um, have really been working hard. And I think they have a lot of good ideas. Um, and I I'm really excited to just, you know, I think the Avengers part of, of NFTs and like everybody is kind of finding their little, their clicks and like their, their, their own micro like ecosystems. And I think that DAOs are going to play an integral role in like the adoption and kind of real implementation of, of NFTs and, and tokenomics. And, you know, I'm excited to see how DAOs are more of like meritocracies than plutocracies. Like right now, a lot of them require a buy-in. Like even, you know, our own team, like we have created a DAO um, to like best support kind of the management of of whatever we make off of NFT affirmations drop. And, And to me, like it's really a true build of a DAO because we've all earned our position in that place by our work and by our contribution to this project. Project and and there's a lot of opportunity I think to look at how if we're our own little economies DAOs can become you know you can become countries and governance structures of their own absolutely I and love that the currency and the assets and you know I'm I'm excited for that like this is truly like it's truly beautiful and inspiring and I believe that the people that I see that are working the hardest are the smartest and they're the most kind and the most authentic. And yeah, that's, that's it. I love my people. So, (laughs) and you love what you do. It's very, very clear that you love what you do and we love what you do. And we're very excited to see what you're going to be doing here for the next several years. Carson, it was my pleasure to have you on this morning. You guys check out CarsonDaily.com. She's a fantastic uh, personality. She's got uh, some great ideas and I think you'll, uh, you'll find some true gems if you follow along with her. What's your Twitter handle real quick? At Carson Daly. I'm Carson Daly on all platforms, baby. There you go. She's got it locked down. So (laughs) we appreciate you coming on today. All the love and all the power, Carson. You have a fantastic day. Thank you so much.